What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. Asleep at the wheel. My Mm. wife. We are parents. We have a two and a four-year-old, if you're joining us for the first time. A son and a daughter, Bryn and Maven. Uh, What's up this week? Let me, you know what? I'm going to start because I feel like the week started with you leaving town. Last week we talked, Maven was a little bit sick. She threw up in the morning. We had to stay home from daycare. And then the next morning, you got on a plane for your girls' trip in L.A., and then Brynn immediately threw up as well. And uh, I was home alone for the whole weekend by myself. Um, Sick myself. Not terrible. You've been homesick with kids before when everyone was really sick. Yeah. Um, And I got a little taste of it. It's no fun. Not fun. But you know what? I nailed it. It seems like you had a very successful weekend. I sure did. I think you probably had a more successful weekend in terms of having a time of your life. Yeah. What did you do with all that I free social just, time? We went on a boat. We were stayed in a house with a hot tub. It was beautiful. Perfect. The life I would have if I didn't have children. Are you thinking about maybe just doing that full time? <laughs> You're just going to take off? I mean, if you're offering, 
Yeah. You know, Beth, I'd like to offer you something. <laughs> I'd like to offer you the opportunity to leave me. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Uh, that's my birthday present to you. By the way, <laughs> happy birthday. You Thank just had you. your birthday. I did have my birthday. It was nice to come back and just do birthday with the kids and have like just... It was nice to... As fun as it is to be away from your kids, it's also nice to... Um, like get cake for people who are really, really excited about cake Mm -hmm. and just be like, yeah, you guys get it. You appreciate my efforts. Um, Sort of. Something really (laughs) funny. So your birthday was on Wednesday. It's the same day as my dad's birthday and Mm -hmm. my dad was going to be in town. So I was planning to take you out for dinner a while back on this night. And then I found out my dad was coming into town for that night. So I was like, Hey, can we push your fancy dinner to another week? Yeah, this was very confusing for me because... I know. Well, I I was playing a trick on you. It was a trick? Yeah. Because I moved... I'm like, we're going to do a fancy dinner in a a couple weeks. And I was like, my dad's in town. And so I have to to go have drinks with him. We're going to do your birthday another time. Yeah, but that's not how you presented it. Because you said my... You made it sound like your parents were in town. And that we would push off our dinner so that we could all see your family and then I found out on the night of my birthday that the plan was actually that for my birthday you were going to go have drinks with your dad and I was going to stay home alone (laughs) with our kids okay admittedly that's always what I meant I did I didn't know I thought both my parents would be there Um, but but it was a casual thing really but I was this I didn't explain it but I was purposefully like making it seem like I was totally bailing on your birthday uh so that I could stay home, get a cake, make you make you a, a fancy dinner for me, uh, and then and slip out the door you. and have drinks with your dad, and then put the kids to bed, and then drive to the city to have okay. a quick drink with my dad. And we're still doing your fancy birthday when we get back. Okay. Um, but uh, the you got off the tr- so we had the cake and the, the dinner all ready, and we were waiting for you to come home. And you got off the train and you called me. And you said, I'm coming home. Should I pick up a cake or something? Yeah, because it didn't seem like there was a lot of preparations happening. And I thought my kids will not understand how it's my birthday if there's not a cake. So I need well, that's them true. to I'm, have a cake. In that moment, I was like, thank God that I was doing... Like, if I had actually done what I was trying to pre- make you think I was doing, which is we're just not doing birthday today... And you had called me and been like, should I get a cake? I would have felt like, oh, I fucked up. But instead I was like, uh-huh. Um, you know, it's not hard to do, but um, I was this proud of myself. Like your constant trick <laughs> as a man is to set incredibly low yes. expectations and then ask for applause for the slightest effort. I'm not asking for applause. I'm applauding myself. Yeah. That's fine. I can Great. take care of myself. <laughs> Uh, but it was like I think the highlight of it, if you're right, is just it being exciting for Brandon Maven. Uh, like the yeah. that's well, ex- you're very lucky that I like to be alone and that I hadn't been in my own home for several days, so I was genuinely excited to lay in bed alone. But uh, all that aside, a bit of a weird communication uh, on the birthday. True, true. Um, I was surprised that. The, the the of the plan you thought that I had said, but it's totally reasonable that you thought that I wasn't clear. I mean, you literally said we were going to do a dinner for your birthday, but my parents are in town, 
So that just. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. That does not imply like, hey, your new birthday is you're alone at home with your kids while I leave. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It was great. Okay. That's my new tactic. Set the bar real low. It's not That's new. Not this a is new my tactic, tactic in life. This has always been your tactic. Uh, oh, you know what? God. Okay. I'm so happy that you've been alive for another year and that you're still my wife and I celebrate you. Thank you. Uh, what else uh, happened this week? So last night I was thinking as the summer slips from our fingers so quickly, I was going to try to get outside one more time and not be working the whole summer. And so I picked the kids up from daycare, brought a pizza with me, took them to the beach to have an hour or so of sunset on the beach. It was pretty successful. Bryn did try to go as deep as possible into the water and constantly try to drown himself while the lifeguards looked on in shock. And he was like bobbing around and I kept trying to tell him like, it's too deep. You're scaring me. You don't have uh, floaties on. You don't know how to swim. Let, he him, just let keeps him dunk himself. Bobbing right in there. And I was kind of like, I mean, he could stand up and like at this point, I think he's starting, it, he is getting a stronger sense of like what he can do and how to deal with choking momentarily. <laughs> but it was very frustrating. So then Maven didn't really get to go in the water at all because I wasn't going to help her in because I wasn't going to hold her while chasing him yeah. into the deep water. And then um, he like ran around. He had fun. They they quickly shut the water down. Like the lifeguards leave at six. So The sprinklers. No, both. The sprinklers turned off at five, so there was no sprinklers. They shut the, the ocean water down? You mean You're allowed to be on the beach after six, but they don't uh, 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 let you swim because the lifeguards leave. We're turning off the ocean. No um, swimming. And so that was kind of nice because I was like, okay, water's done. You can't keep trying to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we sat there, but then we were very quickly attacked by hordes of flies that were biting our legs. Yeah. and. Maven was freaking out. So then I had to try to get, you know, both of them off the beach and like escape the flies while holding a pizza box and bag and everything. And like <laughs> it was sort of a disaster, but thank God they can both walk better than like a year ago because oh, Maven yeah. would like I'd be carrying her and she'd be fine. And then I'd have to like put her down to readjust the pizza and everything. And then she's like there'd be like I looked over at her. There'd be like six flies on her legs and she'd just be screaming like she was just. It was the most traumatic thing that maybe has ever happened to her. Um, she, was just, she was just like, why? And yeah, then, if you've never experienced several bugs on you, that's that's terrifying. And they were actively biting us, and it was painful. And yeah. It was bad. Um, and then, you know, this is kind of what I hate about the beach in our town is that there's a playground right next to it, so it's really impossible to escape without doing a playground visit because... Yeah, you have to walk have, like right through it, basically. You to have to walk right car. through the playground, basically. And the Bryn is very stubborn, and I can't carry two children dragging and screaming. Yeah. So they play they play in the playground for a while. Again, both trying to kill themselves. Maven's like climbing up things, and then she'd just like stop at the top of the slide and create like a log jam of kids trying to get down, and she didn't want to get down, and she's in like the. Um, tunnel slide just stopping everyone and then Bryn, that's the one where you can't get to the top as an adult yeah and then Bryn just kept like i i finally went up there and just went down it with her but it was fine and then Bryn kept like climbing to the tip top of like very dangerous precarious things and then he'd be like mommy help 
Um, or he would be up high and I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Just like, don't go any higher. And then of course he would like climb. All he would hear was higher. He was really trying to push his abilities. Um, but they're, they're alive and things are good. Great job. Good job. Thank you. Um, I'll say that one other, uh, interesting thing that happened this week is while you were gone, Maven, you know, we t- I take Maven to daycare and she always comes back with pigtails and she's always brushing her hair out of her face. So I ordered her a bunch of little hair clips, something I don't really know much about, but I've seen them and I was like, this is how these work, right? I have to imagine that this is somehow related to the monumental amount of drag race you've been watching lately. Okay. I have binged eight seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, at the same time, In like two weeks or something. Well, at the same time, I'm also binging the entire Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. and I have discovered that there is no difference between both of these things. No difference. I but love well, them in RuPaul's exactly. Is not scripted. Well, obviously there are differences, but what I mean is, <laughs> okay. my enjoyment of both <laughs> is the exact same. Okay. It is about fantasy, it is about transformation, it is about costumes, and it is about <laughs> being superhuman, larger than life. Okay. And it it brings me joy in the exact same way. And it's really, I've made this joke, but the more I joke about it, the more I'm like, this is true. This is a universal truth I now believe. Well, remember we talked about this and I said, do you think if when you had grown up, if instead of theater in school, the only outlet was like after school drag, that you would have gotten into drag. If that was my only theatrical option, a hundred percent, I would have done it. I, I don't want to do it. Uh, um, I think you because do a I have bit. performance outlets where I can a- achieve that like same thing. But as a, L- the literal exact same thing, I mean, just like the performance of it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm particularly well suited to be a drag queen. I think I do better than most of my male friends. Um, but uh, actually, my dad, when I went out to have drinks with my dad, I spent a good 20 minutes trying to convince both of my brothers and my dad that they had to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And they did not seem thoroughly convinced. <laughs> I was like, you gotta. I would love to see that conversation. There's no way they're going to watch it. Well, I also love that I bought hair clips. Like I watched Drag Race and I was like, "Ooh, I'm into fashion now." Hair clips. I do. I think it's related. You're maybe, like Ooh. maybe. I mean, the result like, was we came, they, we got them, and Maven loves her hair clips, and she put them in and just started laughing hysterically and needed to look in the mirror. That was her reaction when I let her wear um, some lip gloss or like some tinted chapstick, or she put it on her lips and then I let her look at herself in the mirror and she was like <laughs> she was so happy Bryn, uh, Bryn likes it too something funny happened Bryn of course I put clips in Maven's hair and he's like I want a hair clip so I gave him a hair clip and he took a he picked a black one and he put it in his hair and you can't see it at all and then the other day I went to pick him up from school and he put the hair clips in, and one of his friends, as I was picking it up, friends like Prin, you look like a girl, and like, like red, like you know, that red flag went off in my head, and I was like, oh, this is, you know, toxic max- masculinity begins now, <laughs> and of you know, fortunately, the people in charge were like scolded that child, but Bryn did not care. That's great. He was just like, <laughs> why? He, 
He's just like, that's the stupid thing He's to like say. the kid that like loves being bullied. He's like, oh, are we talking about me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah. It's, and they're all, any kind of press is good press yeah. for Bryn. Well, he's, um, so I let him, he was like, you know, he came out of bed, he pooped in his pull up last night and then he was like very talkative and chatty and was like, let's hang out. And he did his usual trick where he knows I'm not going to let him watch his TV. So he's like, Hey mommy, how about we watch some grown up TV? <laughs> um, so I was like, uh, I'm tired. I'm, I don't have the energy to fight you. He was clearly going to like, when I try to bring him in his room, he's going to like scream and wake up Maven. So I was I put on the movie Grease and let him watch some of that. And then it weirdly turned into, I think, like him processing the fact that he's going to school because he was like, they're in a school. Oh. And like, there's like, Grease has like bullying and someone like stepped on a, a ball and broke it. And he like pointed that out. And then the thing he was most into was like in the beginning of Grease, they have sort of like, um, you know, like romantic making out on the beach mm-hmm. for their summer. Yeah. And summer loving, summer loving. And he kept laughing at the kissing and was like, <laughs> and he was like, that's like how I kissed you the other day. Like, cause remember we were like hugging when I got home from the trip and he, yeah. was, and he made like a blowfish face, like where he like puffed up his cheeks and he was like, I kissed you like this. And he was like, <laughs> he's like very into that idea of like prolonged dramatic kissing. And he has been since he was very little. Boy, I was really into that in pre, pre-K. Yeah. I chased the girls. It was very romantic. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be what we have in store for preschool. I don't know. Ooh, Bryn's gonna have a girlfriend. He's not been around a lot of girls his own age. It's true. And remember, the other day he was telling us about um, how... <laughs> What, this new older girl at daycare told him that he was being rude to his friend. And then we started trying to ask him about it. And he said, I'm not going to say one more thing. <laughs> like he knew he shouldn't have told us that he was being. <laughs> was- yeah. He accidentally tells us that he gets in trouble. And then we're like, what happened? He's like, um, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> This next segment is called We Knows Wins. It's where we share a parenting success story. Peter, what's your win? My win this week is that Bryn is brilliant. <laughs> uh, I'm having a, like a proud little braggy uh, couple days about Bryn. I mean, I love my children and I brag about them all the time. And I think a lot of parents do. And it's obnoxious uh, occasionally, but you can't help it. It's like... I'm in love with myself and it's not appropriate to brag about yourself. Um, but like bragging about your kids is like the next most acceptable way to brag about yourself. Anyway, <laughs> I'm off track already. So I went to drop Bryn and to Maven off at daycare this morning and I got there and the, the teacher told me, she goes, I need to tell you these, there's these paintings on the wall and they all the kids are making these paintings and every day she gives them one color and then they do a little bit of painting then they put it aside and then the next day they get a new color and they add to their painting and i thought this was a really cool idea and she's like most of them you know you, you, i looked on the wall and it's it's just you know these are one to four year olds and so they're like just a mass paint. splatter paint and it's great but brins and i could see it right away where Bryn, the day one, 
they had red paint and so he painted two circles and that's it and he said this is my daddy and he goes oh okay and then he goes i'm done and then the next day he got orange and he drew underneath the two circles just a straight line across and it started turned into a face I think, but that's the mouth and the red were the two eyes. And then the third day he was given green <laughs> and he just did dots. He like stabbed the page with the, with the paintbrush over and over and over dots over the whole thing. And she asked him what that was. And he goes, that's my daddy's freckles. <laughs> and I don't have a bunch of freckles on my face, but I'm, I do, do have a fair number of like freckles and moles on my arms and you know, gross. Thank you. You're welcome for that imagery. But we've I've talked about it with Bryn. So he gave my face an endless number of freckles. <laughs> and then the next day was blue. And he just did little dots all over my eyes. And she asked, what's that? He goes, daddy's sweating. <laughs> he knows you. Yeah. And she was so impressed. And, it, and she was like gushing. She goes, he's brilliant uh, in just uh, <laughs> storytelling. Think- and I was like a very, very proud yeah. uh, daddy. You were like, that's me. Yeah. That's, it, that assignment very, very much syncs up with his current obsession with the days of the week where if we mm-hmm. ask him about something, he was like, he's like, it, it could be yesterday, but he'll be like, I did that on Wednesday. Yeah. He doesn't want to say today, yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah. But he, think, he thinks but about he, the days of the week a lot. So I would imagine yeah. hearing about an assignment like that, he was like. Okay, let me plan this. That's it. You know, I think that is a similarity between me and Bryn, which is that like that mix between, oh, there's rules. There's sort of math to this. But underneath it, then it's then it's free association. And I think at at best, it's that balance between that. Like I'm wandering, but I I love that there's a structure to Mm. it. There's rules to this. I had a former intern who told me that she can picture like a calendar of every year and if you ask her about a certain date she can like picture what happened on that day and like sort of like go through the whole month in her mind like and it was I was like she was like does your brain think like that and I was like no (laughs) and I was like that's insane but I do sometimes wonder with some of these things like if people have different abilities that they don't articulate because Mm -hmm. because like when you say something like that out loud it doesn't make sense but like some people i think just have more of a chronological mind some people have like well my cousin pat whom you you know is is a a brilliant guy um he's like these really uh particular sort of skills and one thing he can do where if you name two years he will within like 10 seconds, just name you a movie with two leading actors born on those two years. It's like the weirdest skill. That's a really weird skill. It's so weird. And it's like, how, how did you discover this? But it, it's, but that's more like a obsessive, like that's like, he took the time at some point to look up the birth dates of those actors. Like that's like, yeah, I didn't, st- I didn't ask still, where that. I'm sure he didn't do that for that reason. I know, but like that's still something like born from sort of like a practice or like a yeah. like the calendar thing is just like you your brain just did that for some reason. Like that's Well, so for her it's a visual thing because yeah. I that's like that makes sense to me. I can't do that, but that is more 
sort of how I process things, just like th- seeing the actual map. Yeah. That's fascinating. Well, the other thing that uh, Bryn did this week that I was so impressed with is he, we have these books that he got for his birthday, and uh, he's real obsessed with these three books. So every night we read these these same three uh, books. And there's one of the books has a donkey, a dog, a sheep, and a duck, and it's a series. And we've read the books a bunch of times, and then after we watched uh, some episodes of Peppa Pig, which Ben and Maven both fell in love with, I started doing the voice of of uh, Papa Pig, Daddy Pig, and they thought that was really funny. And he normally he like does not like it when I do voices. He's like, <laughs> don't talk like that. But they got really into me doing this. And so then Bryn started to dictate how each character talks. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, the doggy talks like that. Uh, the donkey talks like daddy. And the sheep talks like Bryn. And the duck talks like Maven. So then I would do impressions of Bryn and Maven <laughs> talking. And then the next night, he, he always wants something different now. And so he'll go, oh, well, now the donkey is Bryn. So, uh, no, no, I do it. And then Bryn will do the lines for the dog. I'll do the lines for the donkey. And then the duck comes along and Bryn goes, Maven, say quack. <laughs> Maven, Maven, say quack. Quack. He goes, good. So he did this with me last night, but the new version he came up with was that only one of the characters in the book says their actual words. And then the other characters just speak. This is something we, like we already meep, did. Meep sounds. So they're like. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. This, and then this one character is just like cat. <laughs> So this is the Dust Bunnies book, and we made we just he decided that a squirrel sound is eep, and so in the Dust Bunny book he went, he goes all of the Dust Bunnies are going to talk like squirrels, so we don't say the lines whenever the <laughs> words are we have to go eep 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 except for one of the characters who's the character that doesn't know how to rhyme you have to read his lines which are usually <laughs> him and you have to do the voice and you have to do the voice which is him going cat yeah. And they love it. That started with the previous book where he just asked me to read the whole thing. But for each animal, you could only say hee-haw, roof, ba, or quack. So I do all the lines, which is ruff, 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 hee-haw, hee-haw. And he just laughed the whole time. And he he's dictating real, this whole thing. like, improviser brain where he can just, like, map different things onto something very quickly and, mm-hmm. like, change the rules. And he's like, this is the new rules. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it uh, evolves. We're going out of town in like an hour. Yeah, we're taking them. We're doing a family trip with our friends. This should be fun, I think. Yeah, we're uh, two other couples, one other child, a one-year-old. I'm excited to see Maven be the big girl. The big girl. The big girl. She's not really um, too fond of Rhea the last time they hung out. She was sort of like... I'm the baby. She's like, don't look at that baby. <laughs> hey, hey, eyes up here. Don't yeah. look at that baby. We'll see if she warms up to her yeah. this weekend. But then when she took a nap, I was able to really bond with Rhea, who's a real cool kid. Yeah, we look forward to getting to know you. We'll report back next week.
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berber which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This next segment's called Did You Know? Did You Know? This is where we share some parenting information, facts. Peter, what do you got? So, Beth, this is an article from the New York Times, which I think maybe you shared with me. I have it, nonetheless, either way, however. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, the gist of this is men today are much more committed to equality at home. Uh, Dishes, diapers, all that stuff. But even in families in which both parents work outside the home, the division of labor at home remains unequal. But the twist is, men tend to disagree. They say they do as much uh, housework and childcare as their wives, even though the data shows that they don't. And let's this just start like, there. This is like something I feel like I'm trying to say all the time, and I've been saying f- for a very long time to everyone who will hear me talk. Um, it's just like, I simultaneously very much appreciate the way that men are stepping up and trying to do better and you particularly I think have tried a lot harder and do a lot better than most men I know ever on the record but but it's still not equal and so we still are allowed to complain and ask for more and so that's like 
it's a very frustrating place to be in, I think, because a lot of times men like yourselves are like, but I'm doing so much more than before. When are you going to shut up? And I think it's not just like the household stuff. It's like, you know, all this Me Too stuff going on where they're like, okay, didn't we fix this yet? It's like, no, it's a centuries old problem. We still need to keep working on it. Um, I'll I'll say that uh, because probably you brought this idea to my attention a while ago. Um, and this I remember, yeah, this has been going on since like before we had kids, but yeah. kids really amplified kids the really amplified it. But for me, I remember very distinctly being like this, having like, wow, oh, this is bullshit reaction to the, to the thing that go, that says like, you're not doing as much as you think you're doing. But since then, I know that that is a hundred percent true. <laughs> I know for a fact that I am never doing as much as I think I am doing. <laughs> and at a certain point, like in it, it was after Maven was born, is in the last year and a half, where this thing just occurred to me, which is, oh, if I, I have to make myself think that I'm doing virtually everything in order to be doing half. Yeah, and I think someone... I don't know if it was our midwife or someone told us this, but it was like they said in like an equal partnership, both partners feel like they're doing 60% of the work. Yeah. And the funny thing happened. Because there's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, the funny (laughs) thing happened to me, which is um, I'm like, I'm going for it. And I'm like, I'm going to take care of everything so that there's, and it came from a spiteful place. It's like, <laughs> there's, so the Beth has nothing to complain about. So I'm going to be one that can lord it over her. But a funny thing happened, which is I found that I was just much happier. And at worst, instead of being spiteful, like the worst part of it is me being proud of myself. <laughs> and I was like, if that's the like worst thing that comes out of this, that's, I think it's okay. Right. And I know like I'm continually going like, okay. Uh, it feels like I'm doing everything. What are the things I'm blind to? And I know that there there keep being things that are like, oh, you're still much better at big picture thinking ahead, like people's birthdays and all that stuff. Well, I've th- gotten much better at the like all the things I need to take care of right now. One thing I've noticed too is that the more stuff you do, especially if I like leave town and you literally have to do it all, the more stuff it does seem like you think of, like because you're in the this world of like having to do the same thing over and over again you're mm-hmm. like oh i need to order dishwasher detergent online so that i'm not screwed the next time i go to do the dishes and like you are buying hair clips for maven which is like so far beyond what i would have ever expected you to think of <laughs> in the past where i'm like oh yeah that's like not a bad idea and you came home and you're like where are these hair clips from and i could tell you were expecting there to be like a, somebody told me to do this. Yeah, or like your mom sent them or something. Yeah, no, I literally had the idea <laughs> and I ordered it and I had to hold myself back from from being like, are you proud of me? Yeah. Well, and sometimes you do stuff like that. Like I think you bought like a salad chopper or something where I was like, don't do this. <laughs> this is not helpful. But I think That was it, a piece of shit. That I'm happy to let you have some of the failures. And I think we've talked about this where I can be a little bit controlling and I'm like learning to step back and let you fail. Yes. So that you can learn to do more. And you're letting, (laughs) 
the biggest thing <laughs> is like, yeah, you're letting me fail because I think I think you you at your most, uh, for lack of a better word, uptight. Uh, <laughs> Thank. It's you. like sees me failing before I try, and I'm like getting criticized for things I haven't done. And you let that go. And also, when I fail, <laughs> you don't rub it in my face. You let me learn from it. And well, I really appreciate from it. From my perspective, it's frustrating to watch someone be about to like do something wrong and try to explain it to them and then have them ignore you and then do it wrong in the exact way you predicted. And then for you to well, not be mad What's about funny that. is if when you just let me fail, <laughs> I'm, I learned faster because I'm not defensive. Right. If you're like, you're going to fuck it up. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I fuck it up. And you're like, you fucked up. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't learn from it because all I'm thinking is I need to be yeah. right. So just got to anyway. let some things go to shit. First. Well, here's some other uh, interesting facts from this that I thought were um, interesting. Interesting facts that are interesting. These are really interesting, interesting facts. Um, so despite enormous... advances for women in the labor market, they still shoulder much more responsibility at home. Um, Before children, so this is interesting, before couples had children, there was no gender gap um, between the chores. Men and women each did about 14.5 hours of household uh, work a week. Although the researchers did not know whether these couples were always so uh, equal or whether men picked up more slack when the woman was pregnant. So this was a study that was done with pregnant uh, couples mm-hmm. uh, into then having the babies. Um, but after a birth, women's total work, including pa- including paid work, housework, and childcare, increased 21 hours a week, and men's increased uh, 12.5 hours. For women, but not men, childcare did not substitute for any of their existing work. It was all supplemental. So researchers found less of a gap in time spent playing or reading with children than in physical childcare tasks like dressing, bathing, and feeding a baby. For women, the additional time came at the expense of their leisure time. Um, and the last thing that was fascinating is so mo- modern-day working mothers spend more hands-on time with their children than mid-century stay-at-home mothers. Uh, Fathers have greatly increased their time, but still do not do as much as their mothers. This is a really interesting thing. So for women who are obviously far more a part of the workforce than they historically have been, uh, they're still taking on more of the childcare at home. So doing more work, it doesn't balance out at home uh, on average. But on top of that, Mothers are expected to be more hands-on and connected with their kids and involved and paying attention to them than they were a generation ago, where stay-at-home moms spent less one-on-one time with their kids than current full-time working moms are expected to. This is like sort of the crazy trap of like millennial parenting right now, I think, is that we like... We feel it's like the constant feminist trap where it's like you feel like you've made all these gains in the workforce and being able to have jobs and everything. But then you're just doing more things at once and there's no support system. And I think back when everyone is a stay at home mom, like people would have their aunts, their cousins, their mothers around to help them out with the kids. And that was just expected because there were all of these women around and people who didn't have jobs and their job was to care for the community. Also, kids were out. 
They were down the block. They were in the park. Even when I was growing up. Right, but they were... I walked to school by myself in kindergarten. It's not just that people were more lax. It's also that people were able to do that because they had all these sets of eyes of all these women that were not as preoccupied. Yeah, but it's also... I've read all of these, like, these women who have the police called on them because they... um, I just read this. This woman had a police, police... called on her for letting her eight-year-old daughter walk the dog around the block. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she couldn't see her eight-year-old uh, for five minutes. And somebody called the police. And then child services had to come. So that's a level of, like, you have to have your eyes on your child or people think you're a negligent parent. And that was not the case when I was growing up. Right. Like, I was alone. I was out. And my parents... You know, they'd, they'd spend all day outside, like, at the beach by themselves from a much younger age. And that's, like, that's ex- that's so much time for a parent to keep their focus locked on. Um, it's obviously many things. Yeah. I mean, but uh, this is also, like, this idea, this, like, judgment of women not being, like, the perfect mom and always having their eyes on their kids is, like... Mm-hmm sort of like a trick of the patriarchy to keep us from having progress in other areas. It's true. When I went to the last patriarchy meeting, it was on the agenda. And it's like, it's working, gents. We got to keep it up. It does work because it's like self-policing because it gets in Mm -hmm. women's heads that they're not like, that they don't look perfect, that they're not the perfect mom, that like, and then women police each other. And it's like, it's very effective to like, like you said with this like the amount of hours women are putting in in housework and watching their kids and everything it's like all of this brain power that we all have that's like focused on our weight and all these other things like if we were able to devote that to our careers to Mm -hmm. science whatever like the amount of things we could accomplish is insane yeah well it's also a point of this article and we've talked about this before is that when people have kids, uh, their employers react very differently um, to, according to gender. For for men, it's that, oh, you know, Peter had a baby. We got to like, he needs to make more money. Let's give him more hours. Whereas right. like women have a baby and the attitude is like, whoa, we need to give her time to leave and go raise this child. Uh, um, well, that's not, they're not trying to give women time. They're coming down harder on women if they try to leave work a half hour early or something. And they, there was another article we read recently. I can't remember if we talked about it on well, the podcast. There, but they were it, talking about how they these women who'd have had kids, their employers had this assumption that they were going to start slacking off because they had kids. So then they would get docked for coming in like five minutes late or something. Meanwhile, their single colleagues would come in like an hour late and no comments were made. And it's like women are just constantly expected to work like 10 times harder than everyone else in every circumstance. And if there's a sign, if there's any signal that they might be thinking about their kids, it's like they just try to make them work that much harder. So gentlemen, my advice to you (laughs) is do everything. (laughs) Do everything. Every single thing. And it's still not actually even close to everything. And even if you really are doing more, <laughs> you're you'll not, be happy. Don't worry, you're not. I mean, the <laughs> truth is, truth is, I really believe I'm doing more. <laughs> but again, if that means I'm actually doing half, I'm still happier than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> oh, I love you. Love you. Love you.
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Today, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Now it's time for Listeners Wanna Knows. This is where we go into the mailbag and read um, an email. So this one comes to us from Michelle. I'm going to skip around a little bit in this email. So uh, Michelle and her family are originally, uh, uh, or they they currently live in Vancouver. And so they're on a long six-hour flight across the country with their 14-month-old. Um, But that's not the question, though. While we were visiting family, I actually found out I'm pregnant again. I'm excited, but I have a lot of guilt, too. It feels too soon. My daughter is 14 months old, and part of the guilt is that I feel like I'm not going to get fully... uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get to fully appreciate the rest of my firstborn's tiny toddler years because in nine short months, I'll have a newborn. As a second born, I realize that this is kind of crazy. Of course, I'll love her just as much when the second one comes along. The other part is of my guilt is about my career. I took 11 months maternity leave. 11? Because, Canada. Uh, yeah, because I'm lucky enough to live in a beautiful social democracy that is Canada. But I've only been back at work for three months now. Back to my question. 
In the one glorious hour that my daughter slept during our flight <laughs> home, I considered listening to a non-parenting podcast. After all, that was definitely what my partner was doing. But it's hard to forget you're a mother uh, under the weirdly heavy, sweaty body of a toddler. <laughs> I noticed that you mentioned your kids were two and almost four. Happy birthday, Bryn. Thank you. That's basically the same difference uh, that will be between my kids. It's actually smaller. Uh, what are your thoughts? Pros and cons of the ages of your kids. What did you do to your career, Beth? Peter, I guess you can talk about your career too. I don't know if this will matter, but I'm also the breadwinner in the family. I'm an architect, but not yet registered. There are a lot of expensive, time-consuming exams I have to take before I officially registered architect. I also feel guilty that I'm having another kid before doing that. I recently got a raise at work, and they told me they can't pay me anymore until I become registered. My partner and I are both 30. I appreciate anything you have to say on any of the topics above. There's a lot to hit in wow, here. Wow, there's so much here. Um, so I, a lot of people seem to wor be worried about this thing about having the second kid and then not getting to spend as much time with the first. I That this, was like... The secret is you will never stop paying attention to yeah, your first. They're inescapable. You will never pay attention to your second child. I didn't really worry about this with Bryn because he's so attention hungry that I was like, he honestly needs the competition and he needs to learn that the world doesn't revolve around him. Oh, yeah. I so mean, having a sibling, I was like, this would be great for him. I mean, personally, I was three of four and it, it made me who I am in a, a positive way in that I, I had to f fight for attention. I mean, I guess that could, uh, it humbled me. Like, I know I'm not getting the attention all the time. So when I did get attention, um, maybe I deserved it or I was at least being funny. <laughs> yeah. Maven is, Maven has things taken away from her and she doesn't freak out because like, that's the life she's known. And yeah. Bryn has gotten all the attention. But I think that her concern is not for the second kid. It's for the first kid. And I think that, yeah, that like the fact that we tend to feel that way towards the first kid is like probably a, an almost unhealthy <laughs> sign of codependency of like that first kid gets too much attention sometimes, I think. It's oh, yeah. Like we're not. As soon as you have two, by the way, I think. Having so Bryn and Maven were even two months closer than Michelle's kids are going to be because we found out we were pregnant. You were pregnant with uh, Maven on Bryn's first birthday when he was twelve months old. Right. So for us, it made the next two years after Maven was born pretty intense to it's, have kids that little. It's really, really, really stressful. And then at the same time, I think we were thinking like okay, we know exactly how horrible this is going to be with a newborn. At least we, it's all fresh in our mind and we just did it and we have sort of yeah. a game plan. Because I think because it's such an intense thing, you tend to sort of forget how bad it is very quickly and you forget like coping strategies. And so there is something nice about like lining them up and yeah. knocking them down. Yes. <laughs> it's like, in the end, I, I would do it the exact same way. Because it is like, let's get it over with. Let's get through it. Also, the ages that we were, you know, it's like, I mean, we have unique employment. You owned your own company. And so you were the one giving yourself time off, which 
you know, there was very little money around it. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have the same sort of like being left behind fears. But when it's your own company, it's like its own weird burden because you feel like you should be back like immediately. Like there's a lot of like as much as you can set your own terms, it's like a lot of guilt and a lot of like this thing's riding on me a little bit. But, but I think the there she's going to get through it and still have like her whole career ahead of her. And it's going to be really fucking hard, I yeah. imagine, in the next well, two years. As So I think we've talked about this in the podcast about how hard the workplace is on working moms. And I, as much as I and there's like statistics that like the inequity that women face in the workplace stems from motherhood and the fact that moms are not treated well in the workplace. But as much as I truly believe that. I also think there's sort of a benefit in maternity leave and taking time off and like getting yourself out of the rat race for a second so that your brain can sort of reflect on what your career is and why you're doing it and what your next steps are going to be. Because in our culture, we're, we work so much and we like never stop thinking about it and we're always chugging coffee. And so it's nice to have, it's actually really nice to have that break and be like, wait, am I where I want to be? What should I be doing when I get back there? And how do I, like, when I re-enter the workforce, how do I establish a work-life balance that serves me and my family? You know, so there's there's benefits too. We just don't talk about them. Mm -hmm. I I think I am really impressed with, despite all of the challenges and stress, of how you used your time. Like through this process, because I have put myself in a situation in terms of employment where I, I'm i just, it's constant maintenance for a lot of the jobs that I do and it's keeping the ball in the air and it's a lot of like, gotta do this, gotta do this. And it's there's sort of a nonstop thing to it. And you during the pregnancies like disrupted the workflow in such big ways and you use that time, I think, to define what was important to you. And then took the opportunity of the kids uh, stabilizing in your life to like make shit. Uh, And I think you and we as an extension are in a better place for it. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was nice because I think with, um, I don't remember the exact timing of it, but with, I knew from the beginning of my first pregnancy, I wanted to sort of like write about that experience and it like allowed me to meditate on the sort of (laughs) the way I wanted to make the world better for this experience for other people going forward. Mm -hmm. And so my point is um, this is all very, very hard. And yet at the same time, we're all very capable, resourceful people and you find ways to get through it and you're going to be fine. You're not going (laughs) to. Michelle, you're going to be fine. Even though we paint the picture, like it's going to be the worst. Even when I was in it (laughs) as like the worst You know, except for a few, like, four in the morning you haven't slept. Those moments where you're like, I'm going to go crazy. It doesn't feel like the worst. I mean, it does. You you didn't experience it with a full head of hormones. I regret saying all of that. Um, It will feel like the worst. It It will feel like the worst. Um, But it's you, based on the way she's talking about her kid and how much she clearly cares about her kid, I know she's not going to regret having her second kid she's gonna love the kid you know i'm so much happier now like having a little family and having conversations with bryn and maven and them reacting to each other and growing up together Mm -hmm. is 
so much more fun and excited, exciting than it was before when you just, cause we give so much attention to one kid uh, that yeah, it feels was, like a project. He was like running the show before and now not as much. Now he's just the captain. <laughs> Okay, uh, before we end, we're almost out of time, but I, I want to do a really fast would you knows segment. I've had this one on my list for a while, and it's so dumb that I want to do it real quick. Okay, uh, so this comes to us from Ben. Beth, what would you do if we woke up in the morning and met Brendan Maven had turned into bats? <sighs> wow, that's hard. You've I gotten mean... to the point. You, okay, we're past the point where the shock... <laughs> Where we've we we've accepted that this has happened and there's nothing we can do about it. They're bats forever. How, you know they're bats forever. How do you know that? Well, just just I assume that's the scenario I'm giving you. We've already gone through somehow realizing you already bats. stumbled upon the spell book that our yeah, kids were and flipping it's through. Un- where they yes, asked. okay, undoable, unre- undo, un doable spell i do, i just don't believe that it's undoable in the movie version of this i <laughs> not run, a movie this is real life in the movie version of this i run into a bat expert or someone who a scientist who's been studying bats and then i have them look at my kids i i i have i spend a full day trying to catch my kids i put them into a container <laughs> get them down to the bat expert that i had fortuitously ran into on the subway a week prior and you know they start telling me about the science of bats and we learn how to reverse the spell okay well if this is a movie that's the external conflict okay <laughs> but what it, you're the main character i don't know where i am in this you're saying movie. internally how do i learn to accept my children for no, what, what they is are, the which internal this conflict of this movie the bats is just, I just a metaphor said it. i just said it but you were talking over me say it again the internal conflict is how do i learn to accept my children as they are which at this moment happens to be bats <laughs> I oh yeah that you can't control that's <laughs> this is the movie you're a controlling sort of career woman mom and you want your kids to uh, fit a mold and they have to do these things and you don't let them the go out is, for the team they wanted you know, because like, it's not time efficient I look it up online like what do you feed bats and I'm probably putting like insects and healthy stuff in there and then they're not eating it and finally I just give in and give them peanut butter which is what they always want <laughs> those bats always want peanut butter my kids do in the end you finally accept them as bats <laughs> and because there's a whole sequence where you try to dress them up as themselves and send them to school so and as if no one would notice that they're bats i don't think i would do that yeah well i'm changing the genre the sequence the in the movie would be like school is like where's your kids and i'm like oh don't worry it's not a big deal everything's fine <laughs> but finally at the end of the movie you come back to school and you go where are your kids and you go they're right here they're bats and i'm proud of them they never turn back well, after you, you and I are after, no, no, no. Very after movies. you accept that they're bats and they're perfect and you can't control them, and then them, I open the car door and it's just two kids sitting there, and then they—that's when they turn okay. back into kids because the magic spell is only undone <laughs> when you accept them for who they are. When I say my kids are bats, <laughs> and then and then you hear mommy and you look behind them and they're no longer bats, and you go, I get it, lesson learned. <laughs> ben, that's what we would do. Um, <laughs> boy, I don't know where my character is in this movie, but I seem like a real shit. Yeah, you do. Uh, that is Would You Knows. 
This has been We Knows Parenting. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. You can also find us online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at We Knows Pod. You can also contact us uh, through our website, WeKnowsParenting.com, or our email, WeKnowsPod at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail, 347-384-7396. If you can't remember a number, who can't? Can anyone remember a number when it's just said? Don't no. even try. Just go to, go to our, our website. Go to our website. And you can buy a shirt while you're there. WeKnowsParenting.com. Uh, we're going on vacation. Literally, right now. We'll see you next week. Bye! Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.